We'll be talking about uh, the next topic, fifth topic, Chalavakum. You had a shear on Thursday already from Rabbi Hamnik on the topic. I'm going to be talking also about the topic from a different angle. Some things might be repeated. Huh? Unlikely, Rabbi Hamnik says. Okay, fine, unlikely. One of the Isurim that Chachamim made was the Isur of Chalavakum. Milk which was milked without a, a uh, Yid watching the milking is Asur. There's a discussion whether the Isur is because of the Chashash, the Isur is Tzadak Zeyra. Shulchan Aruch clearly states the Isur is because of Shema Irev Boichal of Tomei. Maybe some Trefa milk was mixed in with the kosher milk, and that's why you have to have Chalav And all the halachas in the first Sif and Shulchan Aruch go, um, are, are connected to this specific question whether the milk is, whether there's a Chashash of Chalav or not. It says if there's a if, uh, if a guy is milking but there's a yid sitting outside, then it depends. If, it's, if, the, if this farm has no non-kosher animals that you could milk from, so then it's mutter. And if there is non-kosher animals that you could milk from, then the yid has to be sitting, if he sits outside, he has to be in, in a place that if he stands up, there will be the good, he will be able to see what's going on. Um, why is that? It says the guy knows that Chalav Tameh is Aser. So the first point is the guy has to know that Chalav Tameh is Aser. And therefore, Mirtas, he's scared. And he's not going to do anything that's going to cause the, the, the Yid. He's not going to do anything that's going to cause him to lose, to lose mm -hmm. his job. Mirtas, he's scared. This Yisoyed of Mirtas is important. The Yisoyed of, um, if he doesn't have anything tummy in his in his uh, in his farm is important, and the aside of the of the, the, the reason for it is because maybe he mixed chalav tummy is also important. These are three asides based on that. You have chuvis and uh, discussions when it is mutter. The Ramos says lachatchila is supposed to be there from the beginning of the of the milking. That's and you also have to check the the buckets where the milk is where the milk is put to make sure that that there's no trefa milk in there. You have to look in the bucket before you start milking. You have to be the from the beginning of the milking. Now, just to point out, one of the things that uh, that uh, when he said that if the yid could see could see the taz, the yid could see. It's also good that the Taz points out the same thing applies to Yetzir V'Nichnas. Yetzir V'Nichnas is the same as Yid could, could potentially stand up. Yetzir V'Nichnas also creates this scenario of Mirtas. Right? So back to the Ramah, he says that, uh, that the Chathchila have to be there from the beginning. Um, the Shach says that this Chathchila applies even if the guy does not have any non-kosher animals on the farm. The Ramah concludes, but the Eved ain't lo chushakolze. Right, and it seems to imply in whether there is a trefe animal, tre, trefe animals in the farm, there isn't. The Taz completely disagrees with it and says even if there's no Dover Tame, and if the if the Yid does not see the beginning of the milking, it's also even 
Bediavet. Now, what happens if it's in a Yid's house, Yid's farm, and from the Yid's house to the farm, there is no Goisha house in between that blocks the view, then it's fine. So it's also, it's also mutter to even to allow your workers to milk, to milk the milks. What's the reason for it? Same reason as Mirtas. He's going to be scared. Same thing with cotton. If a cotton is a mashgiach, it's also mutter. For the same reason of Mirtas. Cotton, Tazan Shach Bosei. It's nine years old. But the idea is, is still the idea of Mirtas. Now what happens if they were supposed to start, they were supposed to milk, because we say that then you're supposed to be there in the beginning of the milking, to check the, the things. What happens if the guy started milking and then the mashgiach came late? Also, it's, it's mutter, the Ramos says, because it's not common to have behemoth tmeis that you milk for milk. And the Ramos says, no, two important points here. First of all, chalavaka makes you kalim asr. And second of all, once something becomes, once the milk is categorized as chalavakam, which is asr, you can't save it and convert it to any kosher products. Into cheese. Huh? Into cheese, yeah. That's the end of Sifalaf. Then you have the, the next point is about cheese. The cheese that's made by a goy is osur because of a chashash that they are maimedit in trefe uh, ranet, which is the shir that you heard already before shvus. And the third sif is about chema, about butter. That butter, that uh, you, if the minag of the mokim, the roiv anshi mokim is to be mekel, and chema of, 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 uh, of uh, of, uh, of goyim made from chalavakim, you are allowed to. But if uh, the majority have a minig to be machmed, then you can't change, you can't, uh, you can't change the minig. There is a pre-chadosh, pre-chadosh, sifkot vav, on this, on the first halach in Shachanach regarding the milk. He first tells the aside that that the Isser of Cholavakum is not a Gzeda without any reason. Yeah? It's clear that the reason for it is because of Shema Erev Cholav But when it comes to cheese and it comes to butter, when it comes to cheese, I mean, not butter, when it comes to cheese, that's not because of, even though there's a, the Chashash, of Amida Bekevas Nevelo, that's not, that's not uh, the reason. That became, that became Asr, completely Beminion. And he concludes, the main point of Prichosh is his conclusion at the end, where he says, that's how it starts, in the, the end of the Prichadosh, a Sifkat Nvav, there's like bolder, and the one I gave you is bolder, where it starts, at the end of Sifkat Nvav, it says, and he says, he says that if you have a city which has absolutely no non-kosher animals or the kosher milk is, or the trefa milk is significantly more expensive than, noticeably more expensive than the chalavisir, the, than, than the kosher milk, then you could buy milk from the goyim 
And he says in our city, it was a pretty was it in Amsterdam, that's what they did. He himself did it. There were some people who were machmer, but he himself did it, and that is his heter. However, he says if a city ha if the city has any non-kosher animals, then again we're back to the halachas that you have to make sure that there is that there is that you have to be there in the beginning of the milking, like in everything else. Yogurt is not cheese. If you're talking about yogurt, we'll go off topic for a second. Yogurt is not chashash of iriv boy, of iriv boy keva. You can't compare it to gvina. Um, but uh, we'll get to later. Today with technology, you can make anything out of anything. And it happens to be that I did check factories where they make yogurts, and they put gelatin on it. And some some yogurt products. So, ah, tzadchal vacuum is the same. Uh, it's, it goes into a shaila whether it depends on the on on the if it's aser because if once it becomes aser it becomes aser whatever you make out of it or maybe like legozru on products that's what we're gonna get to later. The hartsvi is a mahalach that legozru on anything which is uh, anything which is not mentioned. There's no gzeira on, on 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 future products after the milk. This Prichodosh is mentioned in the Tzemach Tzedek. The Tzemach Tzedek on Hilchis Kilayim and Piskedinim, where the discussion is about a factory which produces um, string, which produces um, threads made from wool. Shail is if you have a shy, if, if, if you should be choishish that maybe um, linen got mixed into it, and you have a shail of shatnas. And so it goes into a discussion, that's in the Piskadinim on the Chizkelaim, it's also in your booklet. It a discussion whether, whether we're Chayshashtem Yutrochik, we're not Chayshashtem Yutrochik. One of the examples that he brings, that you are Chayshashtem to, to a, uh, a Miutrochik, he says, Cholavakum. We're Chayshashtem Yutrochik, Cholavakum. Even though it's a very, it's a, it's a far-fetched Chashash. And then he brings the Prichadosh. And the Prichadosh is the one that tells you First, he says the Prichadosh Hela was 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 proved that This is not something which became Asr by Chachamim. Rather, it's something which became Asr based on the reason. And therefore, in a scenario when there is no Chashash whatsoever, um, like in Amsterdam, that there was no non-kosher milking animals, therefore Prichadosh is matter. But if there is in other places, even if it's a chashash rochik, he is, he is oiser. He mentions this as one of the things, one of the rayas. In Amsterdam? Why not? I have no idea. I never, did. I never researched to see if any place has uh, only kosher animals. Huh? Yeah, but if a country has enough uh, of its own dairy, then they're not going to import from a from another country, huh? They don't have horses. It's a shaila. I don't know. It's a shaila I have no idea what the what the metzias is in every place. I didn't check every place. Huh? But then you have the shaila of the prices. The price is a is a factor that today is, is, is in America, if you want to rely on the Prichadosh, you have a very uh, easy way to rely on Prichadosh. Regular milk is 
the price is set, uh, it's one of the things, that one of the few things that the price can't go too high. It's set by the government, unless it's like a specialty milk. And then that milk, and then any other milk is much more expensive. I never saw horse milk or camel milk in any store, but, or pig milk for that matter, in any store. But even if the Luyatsur there would be, it would be 10, 20 times more expensive than, than regular milk. Plus, the regular milk, you have, uh, you're, you're, you're controlled, the price is controlled in it to a certain degree, and you can't charge more than a certain price for it. And that price doesn't cover the expenses of the covers, there's no profit to be made from, from, uh, from kosher milk. Then the Tzimachsedek continues over there and goes, uh, goes maybe that you should be choyshesh in, 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 uh, in, uh, in these threads. Maybe something did get mixed in, ultimately, because of this chashash, because it's a chashash rochek. Um, and then he says, interesting, there's a difference between this, between this, this, this uh, plant which makes, uh, which makes these threads, this factory, and, and Cholovakum, he says in the plant, in the factory, the only chashash you have is maybe it got mixed, mixed by mistake. Um, and for that, we're not chayshash, by chashash alochik, but Cholovakum, the chashash Hashem O'irev, that intentionally is going to go, he's going to go mix with him. That's the chashash. Now, just to point out, it's very interesting that this chashash of, of Shem Ha'irev, if you're going to go, that's only, it's not that it got mixed by mistake, it's got mixed intentionally, could also be used by a creative person to be matir, uh, to be matir chalavakum, uh, because if, the, if you connect that together with the, with the price, if, if other milk is more expensive, then why would you mix it to do it? Chalav why would you mix it to, to do it? That's what it says in these Piskidim. Now, this Piskidim is not about Cholavakum, it is about Shatnas. The ghost said that Tzimachzedek held like the Prichodosh is a far stretch. The fact is that when he wanted to discuss the issue of Cholavakum, when he wanted to bring a Raya from Cholavakum, um, he, uh, he didn't just say, oh, Cholavakum is something which is Chashash Rochek, which that would be enough. He actually brought the Prichodosh to tell you that the Prichodosh first points out that it's Leinasar and Leinigzer Beminion, and that in a place where there's nothing, where there's no Chashash, there's a, no Chashash at all, not the Chashash at all, there's no Chashash at all, it's already, it's, it's, it's the Shit of the Prichodosh that's Motel. So there is, we could say that Tzemach Tzedek, at least in, in, uh, at, some, at some level, agrees with the Prichodosh. You wouldn't have quoted them otherwise. Now, there's two, chewers, two short chewers on the Tzimach Tzedek regarding Cholavakum. One is Ayn He, and one is Ayn Vov. I'm going to go backwards. Start with Ayn Vov, and then go to Ayn He. Simon Ayn Vov is a chewer to the Baizel Homlir, and it's from Cholamoyed Sukkis Tovkuf Pei. Why is it important to know the date? First of all, if you write a chewer, Cholamoyed means it's an emergency. And second of all, you know, you read the story, then you know when it happened. So the story was somebody left for Yomtev, left his, uh, left his guy to take care of the cows, and, uh, and the shvachas take care of the cows, and they milked the, the cows. You can't leave the cows for three days without it. Came back, there's, there's milk, and now he gets snow. What could he do with it? Um, but he's not there, right? So this probably happened the first two days of Sukkot, if the tshuva was written in the Chalmai Sukkot. Huh? 
the milk will go bad. Something is that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, no, he came back. He says he left them. He says he left. He thought it's mutter. misunderstood the point. Didn't realize that the Shachonaruch is talking about when the Yid is there, the Mirtas. So maybe he thought that there's Mirtas even when he's out of town. So he, uh, so he, uh, he did it. The question is what to do about it. Huh? If the if the shvachas are there for a long time, they already know exactly who's going to go. They know he's definitely not coming back for the first two days. No, they don't know how long he's gone. They knew he's not coming back for two days. If they know Yom Tov, they're not coming back for two days. We're supposed to bring that out about knowing when he comes back. So Yosef Nichnas only works. This is a side note when when the guy does not know when to expect you. I heard from a certain Rav uh, Machshir, not a, a certain place. He had a hechsher on Chol of Yisrael together with another Rav. They had a hechsher on a factory that's owned by somebody who's Galtafar Rav. And they had, they didn't have one place where they get the milk from. Today it's very hard to get enough milk for a commercial from one farm. No farm has a lot of farms don't have that many cows that you could do it. So they collect from a bunch of farms in the area. And they had one mashgiach, and he would go Yitzhi Venichnas to each place. But this Yitzhi Venichnas, the Goyim already knew his schedule. So the Rav came to one place, asked, where's the Jew? Oh, he's coming at 8.15. <laughs> Went to the next place. He, he followed his track, but he started ahead of him. Oh, when, when is the guy coming? When's the, when's the mashgiach? Oh, he, uh, the Jew, he's coming at 8.30. And they're already starting to milk before, because they can't wait. The Yitzvah Nichnas was on a schedule. So there's a health of Ganesh. You could do whatever they want before. Yitzvah Nichnas only works if you never, if they don't know when to expect you. Now, Yitzvah Nichnas, interestingly, also works. Let's say you missed one, one farm. Yitzvah Nichnas is still, the Mirtas is still there. Yeah? It's important to point out. The Mirtas is still there because he might come in the beginning. The only issue you have is if he wasn't there in the beginning to check the, the, the Kalim. It's a different child. If you could rely on it. You could say it's maybe a little bit of a bottle on the bottom if there wasn't anything from before. If they're scared, they know they have to wash it. Today, with uh, sanitary regulations, they, can, they have to make sure to, to properly, there's this cleaning procedures that are done to make sure that it's completely clean before any milk goes in. So you don't really have that much of a chashash. You have a chashash of Chol being there. You don't have a chashash of Chol being there. They don't, uh, not from the day before. So this is a story, so he right away took off uh, his heksher from this uh, place. He had a Yitzvah Nichnas, but the Yitzvah Nichnas, that wasn't the Yitzvah Nichnas, it was a scheduled Yitzvah Nichnas, so that doesn't help anything. <coughs> so the Tzimach over here says that the, that the cheese and the, and the butter, you could be matter by the Eved. So the Chathil you can't allow to, to, uh, to milk, to allow that the Chathil, the guy should milk when the Yid is not there. However, if, it's in, if they make cheese or butter out of it, it could be matter by the Eved. And, huh? The milk was done before on Yom Tev. But they're making a cheese and butter now. The Yid can't drink the milk, but he can make cheese and butter out of it. And in parentheses, it sounds like points something very interesting. Even though it's not Motsui at all in Russia to have, or in this place, in this country, to have Behemoth Tmeis, 
and some Rishonim and Achreinim are very makele in such a scenario. Still in all, you should be choshesh, just like the shach was choshesh regarding a snake, even though the chashem in a mitzuyim, because maybe to, to a place where, the, where there is a chashash, same thing with milk, you should be choshesh otu mokoim that they have behemus, uh, they have behemus tmeus. And the second chashash, maybe they're going to add today for milk uh, to uh, complete if, they, if there's not enough milk for the, what they have to deliver they'll maybe go and get some tray for milk from a different animal on the farm to add huh? you said no, no, uh, the fact that there's no chol of tamay means you're not going to find it in the stores and it's not available whatever it is when you're stuck you know, today they don't do that today if there's no, uh, not enough milk you just add water and it looks the same that's uh, Anyways, tastes like water, so I might as well just add a little bit more water, and it's fine. So it's not, a, it's not such a problem. That. Um, but then we see over here, there's two reasons that the Tzemach gives. That means, if you look just at the first reason that Gzeda uh, ought to another place, then we have two, two interesting points. First of all, then we don't look at it as mitzad, only mitzad chashash like the like the prichadosh, but we look at it also mitzad the, a certain element of exeda. Mitzad chenit like right away adds a second reason because also you have a chashash they're going to mix, they're going to bring even though it's not matzui klal they're going to figure out how to how to complete the the order. So so that means that there is there is uh, animals non kosher animals that could be milked in that area. So we still ah. Uh, Horses and buggies, yeah. So that uh, go, goes back to those horses in Amsterdam also at that point, unless they all went on the canals. I don't know. And uh, it's interesting to research if those horses in the time of the Pirchadash over there, horses and dogs in Amsterdam. Huh? Yeah. So there is, so, so there is, so over here we could see, we, we could still say something like still to a certain element does hold like the Pirchadash. On this, because the even though he's, he's because the second reason, and uh, because the second reason that he brings, but for butter and for milk, he says, but the avid you could use it as long as it was done, as long as it was not bemazed, but it was done beoynes, or beshoigig amiti, a real shoigig. Why? Because the butter and the cheese, if it's made by a Jew, there was no gzeda. And since there's no gzeda and no tam gzeda, so but the evidence you can't uh, you can't be oisa. There's no gzeda. Why is there no gzeda? There's no gzeda on, on if the Jew makes uh, Jew makes cheese from uh, from uh, from from chalavakum. There's no gzeda on it. Now the the issue uh, we have just to point out the first question that somebody should have asked was we have the Ramad that says that Chalavakum becomes uh, once Chalavakum becomes Asr it remains Asr so how could it be that in such a scenario you could just make uh, milk and cheese out of it if it became Asr it became Asr so simple answer to it is what's the Ramad talking about that it became Asr it became Asr when it was done on a Jewish farm but the milk belongs to Yitz so it became Asr when the milk belonged to a Goy never went to the category of Asr. Like we spoke in a different, in a different topic. <clears throat> or if the Yid was not the one who ordered it to be done or something. If, it, if there is a way to say that the milk is not Asr, 
that when it comes to the cheese or to the butter, when it comes to the cheese, the only chashash is because of keva, uh, because of oiris and nevelas, oiris of nevela, and therefore, if the yid is the one who does it, we're not chashash. He's going to put the oir of, uh, of nevela. It's only when the guy does it. And when it comes to butter, what it says about uh, the, what the Ramah says is talking about when the guy also makes the butter. Over here, the guy is not making the butter. So in such a scenario, there is no gzeda when a yid makes um, products from this milk, as long as the milk is, if you could find some sort of way to mash the milk somewhat, then making, uh, then, then making cheese out of it is not, is not such a issue. So over here, but the avid, the cheese and the butter made out of it, if the yid makes cheese and butter, it's fine. Did I'm not going to buy butter from the guy. Did I'm not going to buy butter from the guy. But butter from the guy is not usher to the Butter from the guy is the Butter from the guy is either way not usher. Only mitzad the minig. Butter is usher only mitzad the It's not usher batsim. Cheese is usher regardless. You understand if a, if, if a guy buys chalavi sral milk, and makes, if a guy is in your house and the only thing you have in the fridge is chalvisrael milk and he makes you cheese, it's also awesome. Because you have the same chashash of, of, uh, of uh, Erev by uh, took and he put something which is treif, the Eiris Nevelo, because that's how he knows how it's done. There are, so today, uh, you could, uh, today is less common to use, uh, in, at least in this side of the world, to use uh, antiquated uh, products. Like uh, like animals and stuff like that, but in other places it's still common. Still, it still is an issue. Now, however, but this is this is a hetter because the the scenario was that it was done already, and chatchila shouldn't be done. When it comes to butter, we have what the Ramos says that butter goes based in the minigamokim, right? The interesting truth from the Samachtek is before that is about um, about smetana. Now, smetana is not really, uh, it's not butter. Smetana is not translated into English. It's, uh, it's cream. It's, uh, it's before it became butter. It's close to, it's not milk, it's not, uh, it's cream, the top of the fat of the milk. And the Tzemach basically says that, that it's, that uh, being, no, there was the, one of the one of the Rabbanim talked about a specific city, and he said that in this city, being that that the the people that this city was was the the Yidden were chased out of it, and they came back and they started from new. So the minig restarts. There's no you don't have to worry about. I am old. There was a minig that you don't eat the uh, chema, but now it's a new city. It's a new minig. Maybe, maybe now we could we could determine a minig that it's that it's that it's uh, fine. No, it says, it says that the minig across Russia and Volin is everybody is machmer on butter. And therefore, you have to follow the minig when even a new city, so to speak, you have to follow the minig with the majority of the people that came there from somewhere else. The majority of people in this city came from these places. Bemela, they are under the same, Bemela, they are under the same, uh, the same, the same category. Second. And therefore, it's also. Huh? Today, whoever's makpen chosels, makpen and butter also. We'll get to it uh, soon. Now, one of the interesting things I pointed out in, in, in this booklet, I gave you a uh, 
a tshuva from the Divri Yoyal, from the Satmerov. It's a long tshuva, which is long tshuva, Simenun Aleph, which was written in Tafresh Tzadik Zayin. It was written to his cousin, his nephew, his second cousin, uh, the Volverov. The Volverov had a, had a heksher in his town. And uh, one of the issues, that one of the things he was giving a heksher on was they had milk to make from it butter and cheese. And they would collect milk from all the farms. And some of the farms were farms that, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, it was, far, it was, it was um, Yiddish farms, but the Goyim would, would be the one milking the cows. And the Yid would not, would not, uh, would not be on place to see it. Rather, it was in the, the it was in the Yid, the Jews' farm, but there was a, and there was no Geisha house in between. So there's a, a, a shtickle hat for it. However, being that there are certain people in this town who are machmer or makvid, he's worried if he's going to write kosher on this butter, these guys are going to eat it, and. It's as if he's doing, he's lying to them. He's, uh, he's fooling them. They're expecting something which is kosher, and they th rely on him. And then they realize that there's some uh, coolers that are, being, that, 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 that are being used. So first he starts, he says, lying doesn't apply over here. Why? You write kosher. Kosher is kosher. This is kosher. Meshachonarch is kosher. You're not writing how the milking was done. You're going to write how the milking was done. Maybe there's something to discuss. And then he says, well, somebody who's, who's medagdic, someone who's careful, doesn't rely on any echshedim. So, why, uh, so why, why are you worried about them? He says, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not going to, uh, to eat. He says, the people who eat anything which doesn't have kosher, they're not makped. And the people who are makped, Makpid, they don't uh, don't rely on the chshedim unless they do the proper research. So they have to you have to worry about it. And then he goes to there's a long discussion with somebody who's noyeg to be machmer and something. Could he be? Um, could he be? Uh, if you're going to give him something which is not according to his chumra, is that is that a problem or not? I'm not going to go into that now. And then uh, the reason I focus on this truth is most of it, well, one part is that they discuss it in Achtzadik, but most of it is a about the concept of kashas. And the Sif, Sif uh, Ches, Sif Ches, he says that, and Sif Hey says that, uh, that it's being it's only cheese and butter, you could be, you could be matir, um, because uh, if a yid makes cheese from, from, uh, if a yid makes cheese, but the evidence is kosher, butter is bechlal, not part of the gzeda. And then he goes back into this whole uh, discussion, what this guy should do. He tells him, according to me, it's a big takana that you should make, uh, you should make the hechsher on it. Why? Because there's a big, big mechshaylis today, points out in the, in the brackets, bechlal, just to point out, he tells you that today that there's a, there's a lot of pritzes, the neemonas that's discussed is now, you need, you need the special neemonas, you can't rely on stam cheskas kashos, you have to have yoidim uh, umakirim vodam kosher, points that out, now that's, if you remember, it's an Al-Tarebbe bechlal says that uh, as, a, as a starting point, he, the Al-Tarebbe goes based on the shit of the Rambam. But uh, he says, because of, the, because of the scenario, you have to rely on it. 
And he says, and even the people that rely on cash, or that do go and rely on a specific seller, they don't know who the seller is relying on. The seller is collecting milk from a bunch of places. That's where he makes his products from it. And then yeah. some places, how do they get the mashgiach? They say they can't afford to hire Yereshamayim. It's too expensive for the business. So they hire some bum. One of the words that he uses is uh, um, as a nareku poiches. A bum. That's going to be there during the milking. Yeah. Today, it's, that's the, yeah, because the, the cashers, he can't afford to, the, the restaurant can't afford to hire them. Can't, they can't afford to hire somebody. So they hire the bums. So he says, so you're, you're buying it from the guy, but you don't know who he's relying on. He's relying on some bum. And then you have a problem. And, uh, and uh, nobody knows about this. So therefore, if you're able to make the cashers properly, do the cashers properly. <coughs> And he also concludes along the same line. He says, Kloda shall dover, the end of the tshuva. He says, well, then he goes, he says, Mladaiti, uh, whoever is really careful in kashos, um, um, they don't rely on any hechsher. All the hechsherim are, are potentially for big mechsherlis. They could get fooled, the mashikim could get fooled. Um, and by a by, and if you're going to rely on them, rely on the business people who sell for them. The only thing that matters is hefsed merube and mekachumemker. It's all about how much they're going to lose out of it. And uh, he says, whoever relies on kasha, he only needs us to. Uh, all he cares about is it should be kosher, according to Allah. So it's kosher. You don't have to rely about this, uh, about that. And he concludes, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be worried about giving a heksher, um, because otherwise you're saving, it's better they should eat something which is kosher apialache, from they should go and buy from people where it's mechal suffolk, maybe it's kosher at all or not. He says, but what uh, the minig is, he's writing Tafri Tzadik Zayin, the Chshem writes, that don't write, because that's take, that's in lasses b'shum heksher. He says, kosher is enough, don't write mehadim mina mehadim. Now, in this tshuva, he brings that Tzemach Tzedek. And he says that Tzemach Tzedek was Mekatsar in this tshuva. And obviously, what, uh, what the scenario that we're talking about, that Tzemach Tzedek had to find the heter, had to find the heter to do it, is, is because the cows were obviously, there was a, uh, either they were in the, in the farm of a guy, or there was a Geisha house separating. There was some reason why not, because if there was no Geisha house between them, it would have been kosher without a problem. He says, I have a question on the truth, but that's enough to rely on it for this. Now, I personally don't understand. For me, it was easier to understand the, the way Tzemach Tzedek wrote it. Tzemach Tzedek says, if, if it's not there, it's a shail of Mirtas. There's no more shail. For me, it looks like when Tzemach Tzedek, the reason why he was noted to be, he was looking for a machmir, and I had to find the heter is because even if it's in a Yid's property, if a Yid is not there, Bechlal, and not expecting him, the shail of Mirtas. According to the, what the Debriel explains is that it wasn't Mr. Shail of Meritas, it's much of a practical uh, issue, uh, that there was in, in a farm that Shulchan Aruch wouldn't be matter. Now that is um, generally the asoidus of this. Now, today, when it comes to Cholavakum, there are, we'll call it uh, three, three different, uh, two, there's two, two main shittas. Three main shittas. Igris uh, Moshe. Okay, we have the Pri Chodosh, which is hard to, it's, you have to know the Metzias. 
the Ziegler's Moshe, Moshe Feinstein, um, invented the interesting hetter. And he says, being that the government is there, and the government inspects the farms, so you have the concept of mirtas. They're worried that the government is going to give them a fine, or the government is going to, is going to shut them down if they mix, if they mix uh, trefa milk into it. But mainly because you have the issue of mirtas, for that it's enough as a raya, the lashon that he uses is, is a yediyah brura, that there's not going to be anything, it's like a raya. And because you don't even need the pre-chadosh for it, it's enough, it's enough to rely on that. And that's why he's matter and he repeats it in a place. He says, Yerushalayim, obviously, someone who's medactic should not rely on it, but otherwise, otherwise, you could, otherwise you could rely on it. That's the Moshe's shit. And that's what the Echsherim in America rely on today. Here's the Rav in America. Now it's Yisrael. Rav Moshe wasn't the Pesach. Rav Pesach Gemara, the first one who discusses this, was the Har Tzvi, Meresh Pesach Frank, the Rav the Rav in Yerushalayim. He has also put a chub over there. He, he's not Mater Cholavakum. He discusses Cholavakum powder. Then he comes with an interesting Mahalach. He says that the milk became Aser because of the Chashash. Milk products are not part of the Gzeda. They've not become part of the Gzeda. Why is that? Cheese is Aser because of maybe they're going to use skins of treif animals. Butter is not Aser, only by Makam Shinogu, Mitzad Minig. So cheese has its own Gzeda. Butter, Mitzad Minig. So what's Aser? Only milk. Anything which gets produced from milk is not Aser. So therefore, it's not part of the Gzeda. So milk powder is not considered part of the Gzeda of Cholavakum. You don't have to worry about it. Why does he to get to it in a second. He, he, he does discuss it. He says, he says, I, by butter, the reason why we're makele is because um, uh, milk doesn't, uh, because, because milk doesn't, uh, doesn't turn into, a non-kosher milk doesn't turn into butter. As I forgot to point out that the oil also says about butter, he says today it's, uh, you have to have a shgocha for butter also because with companies, he says they can make margarine, they can, they can turn anything with the right process, talking about for 1937, they could already turn um, other things into, bu into, into butter, any fat that could turn into something that looks like margarine, looks like butter. So therefore, what, uh, for that you also need a hechshi, you can't just rely on, on, uh, on the milk. You need a hechsher on that also. So he says, it says uh, it's, uh, he says by, by, uh, by powder, he says you could say, technically you could, be, you could dry even uh, trefa milk. Because how is, how, how is milk turned into powder? There's machines with hot air today, and you spray the, the, the hot milk onto it, that it's a big hot tube and it evaporates the when it hits it as a liquid it evaporates the water and then powder powder remains from the heat with hot air and everything powder remains they could do to any liquid he says on that you don't have to be chayshish why? first suffolk maybe there's nothing tummy in it and second suffolk if there's something tummy maybe there's a mute So he says, okay, so then why don't you use a Sveksveke for any other, for regular milk? Why are you only doing it for powder milk? He says, no, regular milk is exeda. By powder milk, by milk powder, it's not part of the exeda. So it's not part of the exeda. We go back to the regular kashrus rules. You have a Sveksveke, you're good to go. And he says, in the next show, he says, the Chol of Tom is Bechal, not Shechich. 
Now, this logic that of Sveik Sveike and that, uh, that uh, trefer milk you could uh, you could send uh, trefer milk is not common and, I, and powder milk is, a, is not a problem. Chazanish took the exact opposite approach and said that um, milk, regular milk, there is mirtas milk powder. You can't be matter because you can't compare it. He says by cheese and by and by butter. The reason why there is uh, it's not part of the gzeda. If chalavakim uh, that became into cheese by by yid or or butter is because those the reality is you could uh, the other ones don't uh, coagulate don't turn into something solid but powder you can make from anything so you still have the the chashash of of the isur you could dry anything with with milk powder but regular milk you could rely on. Of what you could make it, so yeah. If you if if you could figure out how to make it, then yeah, it's all it's all awesome. Huh? Yeah, like Majavanshin, not like the Hatsri. But he wrote before the Majavanshin. Um, and it's a straw that uh, that Abanu doesn't accept uh, doesn't accept chalavakum, um, um, uh, only chalavakum powder. They accepted it as as that. Now, us as Lubavitchers, we don't uh, rely on any of these things. When it comes to Kashtus, we have a Psaq from Zalman Shimon, he wrote in Kevitz Razash, that uh, specifically about uh, milk, that you have to kasher it at uh, 2.12, Malar Asiche, Ababuas, that it bubbles, that it's full boiling, you have to have full agole, just like, and he brings, he says, uh, brings all the Paschim that say that, he says that Al-Tareb also passes that Milchus Pesach, what Hagola is defined as, and anybody who goes against Al-Tareb by us is Tareb is Ramishneh, but mainly you need 212, means 100 degrees Celsius, 212 Fahrenheit for proper, for proper Hagola. Practically today, how do they kosher it? So if in certain places, smaller farms, if they don't work on Sundays, they milk on Sundays, and they just keep the milk in vats, and then they, on Mondays, they start, uh, they, they make, uh, they process it. So, you have a, a uh, so you have 24 hours, may I slice, and from the last uh, cheese processing, which could have been done on Friday or on Shabbos, until Monday, when you do the next, when you do the next uh, cheese processing. When places which work, in America, a lot of places work the whole time. So you don't have, you don't have, uh, you don't have May Slace, um, May Slace uh, t- time frame. All you have is, is, uh, is uh, just that, so you have to be Poygim. So Poygim is a Shailev, Poygim Meisur L'Chatchila is the same as Mevatel Meisur L'Chatchila. And uh, it seems clear from the, there the, the are enough Rishonim which hold that, that uh, there are some Rishayim which hold that Pogim is L'Chatchila is Mutter. There's a Mashmos from the Taz that it's Aser. Uh, I'm not going to go into it now, I don't have enough time. But uh, that's, what is, that's what they rely on in Chalav Yisrael, the Pogim, and then they do a, 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 proper, a proper kashering. So when you're dealing with, uh, with Chalav Yisrael, so if you want to be uh, fully Machmer, you do Meis uh, Leis, kasher it properly. Now, what you have to kasher, this is discussing practical. You have to check with the milk. The today is nobody's milking into buckets. It goes into pipes, 
from all the cows into pipes, pipes into a into a storage tank. The storage tank gets poured into a truck. The truck brings it to the factory, which pours another tank, and from there it gets pasteurized and bottled. So you have to check the pipes, clean the pipes that uh, feed it. So you just have to be there, make sure they do the cleaning process. That they clean the vats, they clean the the container where all the milk is stored. Huh? You don't have to clean it too. It's milk. The cold, the milk is not. Uh, it's yatsalas, but it's not. It's not. It's suffix yatsalas, but it's not. Uh, it's not riser. Uh, it's probably not yatsalas, boy. By the time it goes out, it's not yatsalas, boy. And it just goes through the through the pipes. You have to make sure that's clean. You have to check the vats where it is. Um, so you have to have, you have to check the vats first to make sure there's nothing there. Then from the vats, it gets poured into a truck. You have to make sure the truck was cleaned. Now, not always is the truck going to be, uh, the mashgiach can't ride with the truck to the thing, he has to go to another farm or whatever it is. So you have to put two simonim on the, you have to put a, a simon that can't be broken on the truck, on the lock, so you know that it can't be drained until you come to the, until you come to the factory. When you come to the factory, you first have to check the pipes from where they feed it from the truck to the vats, or from the, and from the vats, to the, to the pasteurizing. Once it gets to pasteurizing, that does get hot to 170, 170, 160, 170, 140, depending what kind of pasteurization they do. Well, usually 160, 170. And you do it, you have to do kashering. Now, the pasteurizing starts in the machine, that's where it gets boiled, and it gets cooled very fast. When you kasher, you could look at the machine, the water in the, in the main vat could be 212. But you also have to use a temperature uh, gun to see the end of the pipe, because over there, it's going to come out at 190, at 180, before it hits the place where it gets cooled fast. So you have to, when you do it, kashering, you have to continue raising it until you see that the water, when it hits the furthest point, it's 212 over there also, because all that has to be, the whole line has to be kashered. So you have to be very careful when you do it. You're going to end up on, on, on uh, shlichus and do it. You're going to make sure it's proper, properly done. So now you're going to do you go on shlichus and you have to have a kashrus agency. You're not allowed to give kashrus to chalavakum. Because for us, it's not kosher. Now, there is, for us, for us that's not kosher. You can't give a hechshir to something which is, which is, uh, which is chalavakum. 